Hello, my name is Michael, and you're listening to Pharma CR. The intended audience of this program is healthcare professionals. Please contact your healthcare provider for specific advice. Hi everyone, today we're going to be talking about the Freestyle Libre. It's a flash glucose monitoring system by Abbott that doesn't require finger pricking or test strips. So the kit consists of a reader, a one-time applicator, and a sensor that's applied to the back of the upper arm, and it's about the size of a toonie. Hi, my name is Becky, and I'm a pharmacist from Toronto, and Michael and I have been testing out the machine and the sensors, which were kindly provided to us by Abbott. Once applied, uh, the sensor measures glucose in the interstitial fluid every one minute and records readings every 15 minutes. When you scan the sensor with the reader, the last eight hours of data are transferred to the reader. Once applied and activated, the sensor lasts for 14 days. However, the sensors purchased from the US only last for 10 days. So we're not gonna go through how to apply the sensor in this episode. Instead, we've collaborated with the Hey Pharmacist YouTube channel to create a video to show you exactly what's in the kit and how to apply the sensor and how to use, use the device. So please check that out in the links provided. So there's one thing that we wanted to highlight about the activation process, and that was once you apply the sensor and you activate it with the first initial scan, the sensor will count down one hour before you can scan your first glucose reading. In the US market, the Libre system actually requires a 12 hour wait when you first activate the sensor. This is possibly because your body requires time to adjust to a new sensor. So we've actually found, and it's also been reported, that during the first 24 hours, readings tend to register lower than they actually are. Because of this, we recommend that patients apply new sensors at nighttime so that readings can be more accurate during the first day that they use them. So one of the first questions you may get asked by patients is if the application process was painful. From my personal experience of applying it, um, initially I was quite scared because the needle looked intimidating, but after applying it, I would say that it didn't feel like anything at all. Just like Becky said, it was like a 1 out of 10 on the pain scale for me as well. Uh, What about wearing the sensor, Becky? Uh, How did that feel like for the 14 days? Personally, for me, um, in the initial one to two days, there was kind of a foreign sensation, but then afterwards, it really felt like nothing at all. For me as well, uh, after the first day, you don't really notice it being there that much uh, or at all. And it's not painful even touching the sensor or touching the areas around the sensor. So overall, it was very good experience. People may be surprised uh, to hear that the sensor is actually so comfortable to wear, uh, especially if they've seen the needle during the application process. But that needle is actually just part of the one-time applicator and it's retracted after the application is finished and all that's left under your skin is the plastic filament with the sensor. Another positive aspect of the application process is that everything is pretty large and easy to handle. So for patients with arthritis or patients that want something that's going to require less dexterity, uh, the Libre is uh, going to have that advantage over traditional test strips or lancing devices. 
In terms of the sensor falling off, uh, which is a common concern for adhesive-like products, I can definitely say that the Libre sensor is different from your traditional transdermal patches in that even at the end of the 14 days, the sensor took quite a bit of effort to, to peel off. What about showering with the sensor or, or swimming with the sensor? And is there ever a situation where you'd want to take the sensor off? So the sensor is perfectly okay with showering and you can swim with the sensor on as well. It's okay up to one meter in water and up to a maximum of 30 minutes. So there are a few situations where you would need to take the sensor off. And unfortunately, after you take off the sensor, you can't reapply it back on. Uh, these situations are if you have to go for a medical examination, such as a CT scan or an MRI scan or an x-ray. Interestingly, the uh, sensor is okay to go through airport security. Just make sure you tell them that you're wearing it in case it sounds the alarm. Now let's talk about the glucometer. The glucometer itself is rechargeable, uh, and this may take some getting used to for some patients, but we found that it has a really good battery life. Um, despite the manual saying that the battery life is only good for seven days, we found that after the 14 days, we still had about 50% battery left. Another unique feature of the uh, reader is that it is a touchscreen, so that's a little different for some patients who are maybe used to the more tactile feel of buttons. On the positive side, the screen is bigger, brighter, and easier to read than most other glucometers on the market. The process of obtaining a reading from the sensor is so simple and fast, it literally takes one second from turning on the machine to getting a reading. The device uses radio frequency to scan, so it can scan through four centimeters of clothing, and this makes it really discreet when you're using the device in public. For patients who want to be more discreet with their sensor, uh, we did find a study that showed that applying it to the upper thigh showed similar accuracy and precision compared to applying it to the upper arm. During the entire trial of the device, we never had a single issue where the reader would not read the sensor. And patients also have the option of using precision test strips with the device as well as ketone strips, but not freestyle light test strips. The reader also differentiates between readings from test strips and from the sensor. So when you're scanning the sensor with your reader, you're not only getting the current reading, but also the last eight hours of data that was stored in the sensor are also transferred to the reader. So this data that's transferred is displayed in graph format in your glucometer. And if you want a continuous 24 hour graph, you'll have to at least scan the glucometer every eight hours. You can scan the sensor as many times as you want in your day. And there's also software on Abbott's website that allows you to put this data into reports, including an estimated A1C report. You can also set up your own glucose targets. And when you scan the sensor, it will notify you whether you are on or off target. Additionally, there is an arrow that shows glucose trend in the past 15 minutes. The machine also allows you to set reminders for glucose checking or insulin dosing. So all this data is great, but the Libre actually measures glucose in the interstitial fluid and not blood glucose. So what kind of impact can that have? So yes, the sensor measures glucose concentrations in the interstitial fluid, or ISF, which is the fluid surrounding the cells. So when carbohydrates are digested, they enter into the blood first and then into the ISF second. So the ISF glucose will always lag behind blood glucose because it takes time for glucose to move from the blood to the ISF. A good way to think about this is to picture two cars of a roller coaster where the front car represents blood glucose and the back car represents ISF glucose. And the hills and the bumps of the roller coaster are changes in your glucose levels. When blood glucose is falling quickly, ISF glucose will be higher than blood glucose 
And conversely, when glucose levels are rising quickly, interstitial fluid glucose may be lower. And this is why the machine gives you a trend arrow with each reading. If the trend arrow is showing that glucose is changing rapidly, then it's more likely that your reading is lagging behind your actual blood glucose. This is also why Abbott recommends that patients use precision test strips when treating their hypoglycemia. Similar to the Freestyle Libra system, continuous glucose monitoring systems, which are commonly paired with an insulin pump, also measure ISF glucose. And usually they can have a lag time of up to 15 minutes. For the Freestyle Libra system, the average lag time was reported to be 4.2 minutes. One big advantage of the Libre over continuous monitoring systems is that the Libre sensors are factory calibrated right out of the box. Bypassing the need for patients to self-calibrate removes a potential source of error. So now let's answer one of the most important questions that patients are going to ask. How accurate is the Libre system? So within the kit, Abbott does include the performance data from a multi-center controlled clinical study that had a total of 72 subjects with diabetes. Overall, 99.9% .9 of glucose results were in zone A and B of the Clark error grid. Uh, this grid is a tool that is used to evaluate accuracy, and 86.4% of those results were in zone A, which is considered to be clinically accurate, whereas 13.5% was in zone B, which is benign over or under estimation, and only 16 out of 12,172 readings were in zone C. These results meet ISO standards for clinical accuracy. So this isn't too surprising because the sensor uses the same glucose detecting mechanism as many other traditional test strips. The sensor contains an osmium mediator and a glucose oxidase enzyme to measure ISF glucose. If a patient's priority is accuracy, how does the Libre compare to traditional test strips? So in that case, traditional test strips may be more accurate. For example, the Freestyle Light system offers an accuracy of 98.8% within zone A. However, if the patient has a firm understanding of how the lag time contributes to the accuracy of the Libre, it may still remain a potential viable option. So one factor that it can affect the accuracy of the Freestyle Libre system is that sensor accuracy actually improves over time. So we mentioned before that the accuracy of the Freestyle Libre system improves after the initial 24 hours, but this accuracy actually continues to improve for the duration of the 14 days of the sensor. The proportion of glucose results that are within plus or minus 0.83 millimoles per liter and plus or minus 20% of the reference range are 74.8% on day 1, 82.6% on day 2, 87.4% on day 7, and 92.4% on day 14. So the Freestyle Libre instructions booklet actually mentions that aspirin and vitamin C can affect the accuracy of readings. How significant are these interactions? So vitamin C 500 milligrams was shown to increase glucose readings by 0.9 millimoles per liter, and aspirin 60 milligrams was shown to decrease readings by 0.02 millimoles per liter. However, because the sensor and traditional test strips use similar enzymes, these drug interferences are also a problem for traditional test strips. So we talked about accuracy, we talked about ease of use. Now let's talk about cost. Mm -hmm. So at the time of this recording, the cost of the sensor from an Ontario distributor is $93.55, and for the reader, it's $51.45. Patients can also order the sensors and the glucometer directly from Abbott's website. Uh, the sensors are priced at $89 per one sensor and $49 for the glucometer. They also offer free shipping over $175 orders or a $12 flat rate. 
By our estimation, the Freestyle Libre sensor will cost approximately $2.40 more than traditional test strips if the patient is testing five times a day. If patients are testing less often, the cost difference will be greater. This additional cost may be a big investment for some patients, but it's hard to put a value on human factors such as convenience and the ability to forego finger prick testing. After trialing the device, we can see a lot of patients not wanting to go back to traditional systems. Another factor to look at when helping patients decide if the Libre is right for them is if there are any published benefits on health outcomes. So there was actually an open-label multi-center RCT with 224 adults uh, that had type 2 diabetes and they were on intensive insulin therapy. The Freestyle Libre system was compared to the conventional finger prick testing and researchers found a 50% reduction time in hypoglycemia at 12 months compared to baseline. So for patients with a history of hypoglycemia, there is evidence to say that the Libre can be helpful in those patients. However, in contrast to continuous glucose monitoring, the Libre does not automatically warn you of hypoglycemia. But if you scan a reading on the lower end and the trend arrow indicates your glucose is going down, the system does warn you about possible hypoglycemia and allows you to set a reminder to recheck your glucose in 15 minutes. In terms of glycemic control, there was a randomized control trial in patients with type 2 diabetes that showed a similar reduction in A1C when comparing the Freestyle Libre to traditional test strips. In the study, they also noted that there was an improvement in quality of life and a reduction in time spent in hypoglycemia. We feel like there's a lot of potential for the Libra system. We need additional studies to see how all this extra information that we're getting from it can be used by the pharmacist to improve patient outcomes. For example, when we're conducting med checks and we're helping patients manage their insulin doses, having all this information that the Libra provides is going to be hugely beneficial in helping us determine postprandial glucose control. Normally, when we're checking a patient's glucometer, it's not always clear whether readings are pre or postprandial. That's because traditional test strips only give you a snapshot in time. Testing right after meals and testing one or two hours after can give you varying results. But having the Freestyle Libra, you see the complete picture of a patient's glucose control. It's a massive difference. For insulin patients, we can see that all this information is going to be very useful. But what about for patients who don't use insulin? Is there any role for the Libra system in patients who are only on oral antihyperglycemics? For non-insulin patients who aren't at risk of hypoglycemia, the goal of self-testing is not to diagnose or to determine therapy, but instead, the goal is to educate these patients on how their diet and lifestyle choices can prevent the progression of their condition. If we're looking at it from this perspective, well then, the Libra system provides a complete picture on how meals and exercise directly impacts blood glucose. Because of how easy it is to test and how quickly you get those results, I would argue that using the Libra for one month could provide a better educational experience than simply giving these patients 200 test strips a year. We've talked a little bit about how the Libra system can be a tool for pharmacists. Interestingly, there is a pro version available for healthcare providers. The difference is the pro version allows multiple sensors to be paired to one glucometer, and the sensor stores up to 14 days of data at a time. This allows healthcare providers to send a patient home with the sensor and collect their complete blood glucose profile for those 14 days. So we talked a lot about the positives and the potential of the device. What about limitations? 
One of the biggest limitations that we found was the sensor's short expiry date. From the production date, the sensor expires in nine months. But we know exactly how long a sensor can be used for, so as long as patients are aware of this expiry date, they can plan around the limitation. Another limitation is that the Libra system does not provide alerts for hypo or hyperglycemic events unless the sensor is scanned. In addition, we found that it would have been helpful if there was a graph that was designed to highlight daily peaks and lows so that it can better support insulin dose adjustments. Currently, the data graphs only display numerical values for scanned readings, while automatic readings are only displayed visually on the graph. If you want to find the exact value of an automatic reading, you can still export the raw data from the Libre software and locate the time point that you want. So I know we didn't have any issues uh, using the device, but were there any documented cases of adverse events? And what was the dropout rate of those studies that we looked at earlier? About 20% of participants experienced local reactions. 87% of these reactions were erythema, itching, and rash due to sensor wear. Most were resolved without medical intervention. All 139 subjects in the intervention group who completed the study opted to continue to use the device, but 14 subjects stopped using the device primarily due to skin reaction at the sensor site. Another thing we should discuss is whether the Libre can be used in children. Now in the manual, the indicated age of use is 18 years and older. But there's definitely potential for the Libre in children because it's so easy to use and it doesn't require finger pricking. So we did find a study in children aged 8 to 18 with type 1 diabetes that showed that the Freestyle Libre is accurate in this population. We also found another study that showed that the Freestyle Libre was accurate in the population of pregnant women with type 1, type 2, or gestational diabetes. Overall, we found the device to be very easy to use and we can see patients not wanting to go back to traditional testing. We are also excited about the potential for pharmacists to provide better patient care using all the information that this device provides. For more information about the Libre, please check out the Hey Pharmacist YouTube channel. Thank you for listening to the Pharmacy R podcast.